This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. All right, next on the Cascade Hiker Podcast, what's your name and where are you from? This is Michael Grizzly Ivy uh, coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Grizzly Ivy. We got to start out with that. How did you get the name Grizzly? (laughs) Uh, I got the trail name Grizzly on the CDT um, from the people that I was hiking with. First night in camp going Sobo in 2016, I chased a small grizzly bear out of our camp. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was an interesting way to start the trail. Now, when you say small, was it like a juvenile? Yeah, it was probably like, I don't know, a year or two away from its its mother. So I think it was just a curious bear and probably had been fed before. Um, in On the CDT, going southbound in Glacier, you, you, know, you start by camping in all these designated campgrounds. So it's probably a bear that was acclimated to being around people and food and stuff like that so gotcha that that pretty much just sums up a lot of people's fears right there yeah exactly <laughs> i mean you know everybody's oh man the bear's out there blah blah here you are just chasing one like yeah get out of here <laughs> yeah i just uh it came right into the food prep area um and there was there's was a whole bunch of us hikers in there and i just I don't know. I had been around bears for a while. I spent some time up working up in Alaska and a lot of time in Montana and wasn't necessarily as afraid of grizzlies as probably a lot of people are. So I just, you know, made a lot of noise and started kicking one of the bear cans and it ran away pretty quickly. So uh, crisis averted. Yeah, that's cool. Oh man. Uh, well, let's talk about your trails that you've done. I mean, you've, uh, you've got a sure. pretty good list there. Once you, can you rattle those off? Yeah, I've done the uh, John Muir Trail, the PCT, Colorado Trail, uh, Superior Hiking Trail, and about half of the CDT, um, just kind of section hike, big big chunks of it. And then this year, I'll be getting on the PCT starting April 18th, and then fly back to Denver when I'm done with that and do the Colorado Trail again. Oh, wow. Uh, Now... What what's making you choose to do the PCT again then? Uh, honestly, for me, it's probably my favorite trail that I've done so far. Um, scenery is beautiful. I love the West Coast hiking style where it's you know drier days, not a whole lot of rain, a lot of sun, a lot of views. Uh, I I seem to personally prefer that over you know the the more of a green tunnel effect as far as hiking. Um, so yeah. Just, I thought it'd be a, a good trail to do again. I'll be hiking it this time, actually, with my girlfriend. Uh, it'll be for her first long-distance through hike. So I figured, what better one to take her on than that one? Ah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I haven't done the whole thing, but yeah, I mean, it just seems to be the uh, the best choice out there. What uh, What are you yeah. looking forward to then, other than hiking with her? I would I would imagine that's that's going to be one of the biggest highlights for you to kind of see the trail through her eyes as well. Um, but what 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 kind of parts of the trail are you excited to get back to for me i mean honestly i absolutely love washington (laughs) washington almost the entire state is just incredible to me uh goat rocks wilderness and glacier peak wilderness are probably the two 
I don't know, two most beautiful sections for me on the trail as well as the high Sierras, but I don't know, just glacier peak wilderness and goat rocks for me really do it. Yeah. Um, you know, the funny thing is you probably, uh, I would imagine you've talked to, uh, you said it was your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. You probably talked to her and told her about those spots. And then of course you're going to get up to Washington and be pouring down rain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're hoping to, we're, we're trying to do the trail pretty quickly. We're timing it out to where we actually have a wedding to be at in late August in Seattle. So it works out pretty well that if we do about 120 day through hike, we'll be done right around, you know, the 20th or so of, uh, of August. So it works out really well. I think weather window wise as well, because it's usually a drier period of time is before the fall storms start. Um, and just, you know, kind of avoid any of those sketchy late September, early October storms that kind of come, come through Northern Washington. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what, what about the, uh, um, your start date? What, what did you say that? Or when is that? Uh, April 18th. Wow. <laughs> Here we are talking. It's just a few days away. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, getting, you know, it's starting to become reality again. You know, you always, you, you talk about doing a through hike and you start planning it and then it seems like months and months of just waiting until you're actually going to start hiking. And then all of a sudden you're a week or 10 days out and you're like, Oh, all right. <laughs> reality setting in. Yeah, no kidding. Well, you know, one thing I wanted to talk to you about um, is your, your photography. I really like it, and I kind of wanted to get into it a little bit. Um, what do you use? Are you just using a phone? Are you are you real big into um, cameras and things? How do, how do you do that? You know, I kind of alternate. I, I do use my iPhone a lot. Uh, I also use a Sony RX100 Mark III, which is just a small point-and-shoot, but it has really, uh, really good set up on it you know as far as the um lens itself great megapixels um and it's just it's really small and handy i can keep it in my shoulder uh pouch on my pack and i don't feel like i'm you know adding a lot of base weight to my pack itself do you get a lot of uh people talking about your pictures in uh, i've got a few comments but i feel like there's so many just really great photographers out there that are hikers these days you know like you know, I, I follow a lot of them on Instagram, whether it be people like uh, Justin Helmkamp, Two Taps, or uh, Twerk in the Dirk, his whole Hiker Trash Vogue, or Nathan Bauman is another hiker that I'm friends with that lives here in the Denver area at the moment. That's a great photographer. So, you know, the, some, some of these guys are taking just incredible photos. So, you know, it kind of inspires me to also do better. No, yeah, exactly. And, and then sometimes as well... Um, for somebody like me who hasn't uh, hiked nearly as much as you have, as far as uh, different areas and things, sometimes it's about where you can get to. You know, I mean, there's like people are going to look at your photos, and um, maybe you don't see that in your photos as much because you you in, are inspired by other people. But um, there's going to be people that look at your photos, like me, who hasn't been uh, the northern part of the CDT or on the Colorado Trail, and I'm going to look at these and just be in awe because of, because of where you are. Yeah, it, it definitely inspires me to get out and, you know, whether it be onto a new trail just because of some of these guys' photos or even just, you know, experiencing different parts of trails I've been on, but under different, um, you know, I guess different circumstances, whether it be, you know, pushing a little bit further into the evening to get to a ridge line so I get a view of maybe like, you know, Rainier or something like that in the distance under better lighting or whatever it might be, you know, 
sixmoondesigns.com. Go over there and check it out. Give them a call. Give them an email. Check out their, their stuff online. Uh, they've got a lot of other things in tents, but I like to really highlight the tents. Um, they've got some packs and stuff, too. Um, anyway, th- if you need a tent for one or two people, this seems to be like the best weight, the best place to go. Uh, they have the one cool thing I really like about the company is that they haven't just streamlined it just for the ultralight backpacker. They've also got, you know, you know, if you want a, a six moon design tent, then they have uh, the price for you. You can get uh, the, the ultralight one or, or the, uh, uh, the non ultralight style, same style, but it, it's a little bit more, uh, it might be a little bit more weight, but the price is better. So you, know, you can kind of choose what you want there. You can get these tents just as like a mesh tent uh, to keep the bugs out, or you can. They have tarps as well. So I mean, I'm I, I'm telling you, I haven't been this excited about a tent in a long time. Um, Sixmoondesigns.com. Follow them on Instagram and tell them the Cascade Hiker Podcast sent you. Uh, one thing I really like to chat with people about is, um, you know, what got you into hiking, uh, the outdoors, that kind of thing. Was it? Uh, a family member or something like that? You know, I grew up kind of in rural uh, Michigan. And honestly, I didn't do any real hiking as a kid. You know, I was out, outside a lot, but, you know, I always played sports. But I didn't really get into hiking a lot until I moved out to Colorado, which would have been back in 2006. Um, then, you know, moving out here into the Denver area, you're kind of immersed into it. You know, it's similar, I guess, to like living probably in, in the Pacific Northwest where there's, there's trail systems everywhere. Everyone's very active. Everyone's always out hiking. So that's how I, I started getting into it. And then work took me up to Alaska and I was working in and just outside of Denali national park. And that really kind of lit a fire under me to, to start, you know, backpacking and camping and really being outside a lot. And, that's when, you know, the idea of doing a through hike really, really caught on in my mind. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, what about as far as your girlfriend then, um, was she just kind of inspired by you or does she have a different path towards that? Uh, she had actually, I guess like you could say through hiking kind of in a way brought us together. Um, she was interested in doing a through hike. We both were ambassadors for a local gear shop in the Denver area. And she reached out, or well, I guess we started talking about, you know, the PCT and through hiking itself. And one thing led to another and we started dating about two and a half years ago. And now is finally, I guess the, the time to, to do it. Um, last year we did the superior hiking trail together. I thought that would be a, a good warm up hike just as far as, you know, let's see if you enjoy this. It's a shorter one in length. She grew up in the Midwest in Minnesota as well. So, she really enjoyed it, and at that point, it was kind of like, all right, well, it's it's time to time to do it. Yeah, and how how was that? Uh, you know, obviously, you guys had known each other before you got out on trail. So, um, was there yep. some kind of learning curves as far as you know, just kind of the camp? You know, where how how the tents all going to work out and that kind of thing. You know, as far as any type of a learning curve, you know, with us hiking and through hiking together. You know, I kind of told her at the beginning of the Superior Hiking Trail, like, let's just let you set the pace, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, and she just, you know, she set the pace pretty much every day as far as the hiking. And then 
we kind of would have in mind, like, all right, this is how many miles we want to do today. There's a camping area and just figuring out that way, like, you know, here's where we want to be. Here's a backup plan. If we're feeling great, here's you know another option. That's a few more miles down the trail, but I really wanted it to be something that she would enjoy. And I didn't want to necessarily push too hard. Um, I also kind of explained that, Hey, you know, when you do a longer through hike, something like the PCT, you do have to at times push a little harder to make the miles and to get into towns. Um, so yeah, it'll be a little bit different this year, but it'll be the same, I think as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, you had that warm up, so that'd be good. Um, what about, yeah. uh, have you guys been following? I'm, I'm sure, uh, obviously yeah, this is a stupid question. Yeah. I've found myself asking some pretty stupid questions lately, but, uh, they're all fun though. Um, you know, what are you, are you worried about the, uh, the, the high snows this year in the Sierras? I mean, it's, <laughs> you can't not think about it. Um, I have some friends that hiked in 2017 and I was actually just looking at some of the snow reports today comparing this year in 2017 and you know 2017 the snowpack was even more sizable than it was this year you know honestly i'm just hoping for a fairly quick melt and if if it doesn't happen then hopefully i can get through this year as before the big melt does start the snow itself doesn't doesn't scare me as much you know just wake up early use good judgment try and you know hike passes when when it's gonna be the safest you know maybe maybe do valleys and do some of the approaches in the morning when it's harder, more firm snow, maybe go over the actual passes in the afternoon. The snow is a little bit softer, so it's not icy. I'm more worried about river crossings. I think that's, you know, always going to be the, the biggest deal and the, the, the hardest thing to plan for when you're on the trail. So we'll, I guess we'll just kind of cross that bridge as we come. You know, I know from the last time I did the PCT, once you, once you get close to Candy Meadows and you get to Candy Meadows before the Sierras, everyone's going to start grouping up into groups and you're going to find a, a pretty sizable, you know, trail family to hike with. And hopefully you find people that you, uh, you get along with well that have a similar mindset and, uh, will make good judgments with you. Yeah. And well, you, you seem like you've been kind of involved in the long distance hiking scene for, for a few years now. And, um, you know, you kind of grow your friendships and that kind of thing. And, um, do you know anybody else that's on the trail this year? Yeah, I know, uh, I know a couple of people that are on the trail. One of my good friends that I hiked parts of the CDT with, uh, he started about two weeks ago. He's up north of Big Bear right now. So in a way I'm, I'm kind of, you know, eavesdropping through his, <laughs> you know, his experience right now and, uh, just kind of preparing myself for what I'm going to have in store. Um, and I actually have a couple other friends that are starting just after me on trail. So, you know, hopefully they hike fast and catch up and we can hike parts of the Sierra or parts of the trail together as well. But I also know that you know, there's so many people on the PCT, just like the, there is on the AT these days that you're going to meet a lot of great people out there. And, you know, maybe it's not people you've met before, but it'll, it'll all work itself out. Oh, absolutely. And, um, what about, uh, the, you know, you mentioned the Colorado trail again this year. Um, is that by yourself or, or are you guys both planning that? Yeah. So that will be both of us. I've hiked, I hiked the whole thing in 2016 and then I did the first about 200 miles again, uh, last year, this year, my girlfriend, Jenna and I will both be doing it together. And depending on how I feel, 
And if there's a good weather window, I may turn around in Durango and uh, do a yo-yo of the Colorado Trail. Um, something I've, something I wanted to do in the past and figure if I'm going to already have hiked, you know, 30, 100 miles, what's 500 miles? <laughs> Well, especially in that in that terrain too. I mean, it's just it, like say your pictures are so beautiful, and it's just why not? <laughs> well, yeah, and I, you know, I've when I did the Colorado Trail in the past, I've always done it in the summertime. So I think it'll be amazing to see the Colorado Trail under fall colors as well. So less bugs, less uh, less monsoons. So better yeah. weather, hopefully. Right, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, I encourage people to go over to your Instagram here, uh, grizzly underscore hikes. I just brought it up because I'm looking at it right now. Um, it, it, it mentions that you, um, you're a brand, brand ambassador for, for uh, multiple places. What uh, Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, so kind of the first, uh, I guess, company or uh, you know, shop that I started being a brand ambassador for was Feral Mountain Gear, or sorry, Feral Mountain Co. here in Denver. It's just a, a small door shop that now they have two locations. They're just a really great small boutique uh, outdoor gear shop that has some great products, you know, stuff like Hyperlight Mountain Gear and um, yeah, just really, really great owner. Uh, gentleman by the name of Jimmy, he's really, really nice guy. And they've got a couple other former through hikers and triple crowners that work there. So Great, great shop, great place to hang out at and buy gear at here in Denver. Uh, other than that, uh, recently started working with uh, Noon Hydration as an ambassador for them. Uh, love their products, something that I've always used on the trail in the past anyway. So that was kind of a no-brainer. Um, a small, newer uh, gear company called Wilderness Badass. Uh, they make some really cool hiker and outdoor themed like hats and shirts and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just some, some really, uh, really great little companies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I noticed, uh, Sawyer products is on there as well. Is that something? I'm sorry. Uh, you had listed Sawyer products on there as well. Is that something that you, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sawyer had, uh, reached out to myself and my girlfriend and, uh, brought us on as I guess like a gear advocate or ambassador for them as well. Um, you know, I think probably 75% or more of hikers out there are using some sort of Sawyer product, whether it be their filters or bug spray or, you know, permethrin to treat their clothes with. So, you know, that's, that's kind of a, a no brainer and a great partnership. Uh, looking to forward to trying out their, uh, their new water filter, the, micro squeeze this uh this year as well on the trails nice yeah that'd be good um yeah i mean i guess when it comes to stuff like that um yeah you're right people do use them and stuff but then you know when they come out with something new like that and um it is good to to have people tested that are out there that are are you know seasoned veterans like yourself i guess yeah i mean there's always you know everybody wants the the newest gear and the the newest lightweight gear items, but if it doesn't work as well as something that weighs a little bit more, um, then, you know, what's the, what's the point? And, you know, a little bit of testing as far as using like Sawyer's new, uh, micro squeeze filter, honestly, I couldn't tell a difference between that and the original Sawyer squeeze and, you know, it's, it's less weight. So why, why, why wouldn't you do something <laughs> like that? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, 
I've just always used uh, Sawyer products before that, um, before they really got into this, these filters. And so, um, you know, like their, their sprays and things, I just always had them. I'm not sure how long they've been around or whatever, but, yeah, I, I always used their, their, uh, their bug repellent and, and that kind of thing. Just, I don't know, yeah, I don't know if, I, you know. if it's by choice or just there's not really a whole lot of their options as well. Exactly. And, you know, honestly, in a year like this and on the West Coast on the PCT with the amount of moisture that there is, the bugs are going to be an issue. So I'm, I'm definitely happy to, to have their permethrin and have, you know, their, uh, their DEET to, to wear as well because it's, it's going to be miserable at times with the mosquitoes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I was just in uh, Stahican, which you're probably familiar with. Um, took oh, my, yeah. took my kids yeah. there. Yeah, it was fun. The bakery was closed. It was early season. Uh, there, there really wasn't anybody there. The bus only runs uh, half the distance, so it goes to uh, the Rainbow Falls uh, area, and that's it because there's there's so much snow that it doesn't even bother to go any further. And so, yeah, I was just kind of like, all right, well, here we are. Uh, you know, we did some of the, the hikes that were in town and stuff. We had fun. But uh, we did. My daughter had a tick on her uh, that we were able to, you know, wipe off. But, uh, yeah, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, that permethrin can really help out. But we, honestly, it was so early in the season, I didn't think it was going to be an issue. But, yeah, they're pretty heavy over there in, in uh, Stahican. And honestly, the, you know, when I did the PCT the last time was 2015 and it was a drought year. I saw one tick the entire length of the PCT and mosquitoes were really only an issue for, I don't know, probably 300, maybe 400 miles of uh, California. It was really no big deal. So this year's going to be uh, a lot different. I imagine even in California with the amount of rain and moisture they've gotten, that ticks are going to be an issue there even. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Uh, you know, and I've got, I, I just, I picked up a book, um, Gosh, let me see the title of it here real quick. Um, shoot, I, it's oh here it is. The Lime Solution is called uh, by Dr. Darren Ingalls, and I want I'm gonna have him on hopefully soon. And um, he's like he's like the Lyme's disease specialist, and uh, and it, I don't know. I, I guess there's a lot of lot of uh, different perspectives out there as far as that kind of stuff goes, and um, it, it'd be kind of cool to talk to him because. Uh, there are a lot of people that have fear of ticks and, and, and kind of don't know how to, to go about. Anyway, I, I just kind of brought that up because we're talking about it. But, uh, yeah. So yeah. Be on the well, I mean, <laughs> you know, Lyme's disease and, and West Nile, are they're serious things. And, you know, especially for thru-hikers that are doing the Appalachian Trail, you know, it's, it's a huge concern and something you really have to think about beforehand and, you know, what your, what your tactics are going to be as far as preventing, you know, being on you at all times and how you go about your hike all right we're talking about waymarkgearco.com want to direct you over there uh kind of talk a little bit about um they do have their through 38 and 42 liter packs and their 50 liter packs um they the through packs start at 210 the 50 liter packs start at 260 dollars. so go check those out but i also want to talk about their accessories add-ons uh, the ones my daughters both have and love are the uh, the mesh water bottle holders there or phone pocket. And there's more than that, too. I mean, the zippered shoulder pouch, hip belt pockets, uh, messenger bags. Um, I know one of his big hits at PCT days I saw Mark there was his fanny packs. He actually sold two fanny packs. His wife and him were both wearing a fanny pack, and they sold them off their own bodies. So they, those were a big item there. 
Um, so, you know, look for those in the future. They got stickers and uh, gift cards and stuff. So this is all just extra stuff on top of their packs. And um, anyway, go over there and follow them on Instagram, waymarkgearco.com. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of your past hikes. Um, not necessarily sure. the whole hike in general, but um, just kind of talking about, like, um, a lot of questions I usually like to ask people. Um, have you ever been injured on the trail? Um, no, I've never had any real serious injuries you know, other than just blisters and aches and pains. Um, when I started the PCT in 2015, I actually had, <laughs> had hurt my foot playing hockey before, you know, a couple of <laughs> weeks before doing the PCT and probably had some sort of a hairline fracture in my foot and just walked through the pain of that until it, it healed. But, you know, I think everybody has some sort of illness or aches and pains that they remember or deal with. And I probably, the, the worst for me was on the CDT. I had just a terrible um, sinus infection while I was going to the Bob Marshall wilderness. And anyone that's done the CDT knows that the area going from Glacier National Park south to, you know, Lincoln, Montana is a, a pretty long, lonely stretch of trail. And to have some sort of an illness going through there is, is not ideal. And that made, that made traveling going, uh, going south pretty slow early in the year, especially on trails that hadn't been cleared of fallen trees yet. Mm. So that was probably the worst thing I've ever had to actually deal with as far as an injury or illness on trail. Yeah, that can be, that can be tough. Um, you know, people ask that question all the time and I actually, I actually just wrote a little blog post myself, which I, I, I don't really write blogs anymore. Um, but I had some people reach out to me and say, you should really write about this. But, you know, one thing is that I've, uh, people that uh, follow me on social media or whatever heard me talk before, um, you know, they know that I'm an overweight hiker, not necessarily like crazy, but I'm, I'm a big dude. And I've always, uh, like the last five years, had some really bad back pain, lower back pain. And I've always kind of, res- you know, just kind of put it towards that. Like, well, I just, you know, <laughs> exercise or, or eating better, whatever it is. I need to fix this problem. But, uh, um you know, with the chiropractor and stuff, I wasn't, wasn't getting any help. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I really like my chiropractor, but that <laughs> wasn't like, Hey, I still have a problem here. So, um, I, I, and I found this video somebody sent me and it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's about a stretch you could do in, well, anywhere, but uh, I, for me in the tent and things, but I have this fear about going out and, and, and having my back go out on the trail, especially with, the, with my daughters. Um, because when we're yeah. backpacking, we're the only ones out there, and it's like, okay, well, if if my back goes out, I can't do anything. And um, I couldn't believe it, man. It was almost like this this crazy magic pill. Um, it's this stretch that this guy shows you. He's a, a, a personal trainer, and and it's just I did the stretch, and my back was just like snap, just completely better. And so anyway, I'll I'll link to that for for people out there that happen to be listening that have uh, lower back pain because it was it was honestly a magic pill um but anyway that's something i I, that's something i definitely do worry about on trail as well as is the back issues i'm i'm a taller guy but i also have you know a family history as far as bad backs whether it be like my sister had some disc issues with with a bulging disc and i remember my dad having problems when i was a kid but you know i always kind of wait for that morning where all of a sudden I try and get out of my shelter and just mm. have my back completely locked up. So, you know, stretching is incredibly important while you're out on trail and beforehand. Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting that you have that fear uh, as well, but uh, uh, yeah, 
Because, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you're a backpacker and it's in the name, right? I mean, it's like it's a backpacker, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's always, exactly. That's, that's an interesting one. So, but, yeah, I'll link that in the show notes. You might want to check that out, too. Um, yeah, absolutely. What, uh, what about future trails beyond this year? What's on your, your docket? Yeah. Um, wow. You know, I've, at some point in time, I, I think curiosity will get the best of me, and I'll, I'll head over to the East Coast and do the AT. It's, it's never been a hike that really has, you know, called to me as far as wanting to do it for any other reason other than just the history of the AT. Um, so, I, you know, at some point in time, I, I will go out and do the AT. Uh, I don't know if it'll be next year or in, in five years from now, but at some point I will. Um, the Pacific Northwest Trail has me really, really curious as well as the Arizona trail, um, then the, and doing the CDT and actually like doing an entire through hike, the CDT, those are probably the ones that I'm most interested in right now. Um, I like the idea of doing multiple trails in a year. Uh, I think that's probably the most exciting thing for me about this year is stringing together a couple trails. I think it's always hard for through hikers to, you know, to justify, you know, taking time off of, off of work and saving the money up. So I feel like if you can maximize the amount of time that you're taking off and, you know, be able to knock out a couple of through hikes in one season while you're already off work, I think that's a great way of doing it. Um, so I could see myself doing something like do the Arizona trail and then go right into doing a CDT hike or even, you know, doing, the AT and the CDT and trying to, trying to figure out the logistics of doing both of those in a year. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, um, it, it seems like the more I, I get to talking to people and things, uh, that the uh, Arizona trail just seems to be really on the top of a lot of people's lists. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, I had a couple of friends that were on it this year. One of which who's just started a couple of days ago, a uh, legend who's going for the FKT on the, Arizona trail as we speak. And, you know, it, it looks really, really pretty as far as the trail is concerned. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't drawn in by the desert, but I actually really enjoy the, the Arizona desert. And I think the trail looks like a, like a really great trail to do. And, you know, if you're going northbound finishing at the grand Canyon or just north of the grand Canyon, it's a pretty spectacular way of ending a through hike. Yeah, no kidding. And that's cool that uh, that Legend's going for the FKT on that. I know somebody I had on as a guest earlier in the year was going to do that this year as well. Um, uh, Candice Burt, um, Candice Burt. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's a trail. Uh, she's a ultra runner. So. Um, yeah, it's always. I think I saw she's oh, going for it in the fall or something, or maybe it, it might be the spring. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't remember either, but uh, it, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. Because uh, I'm always kind of rooting for the backpacker person, you know, the through hiker. Like, come on! No, oh, so am I. Yeah. Yep. You know, some of these trail runners, uh, you know, the uh, um, ultra runners, man, they're, they're, they 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 could do it. But wow, um, it's always kind of fun when the backpacker. Yeah, it's something. Through. It's something special when you're when they're actually carrying the entire weight, um, and you know they aren't supported at all. I, the one that really intrigues me is the the Colorado trails. Uh, FKT that John Zahorian has of nine days, 12 hours, and it's like 30 some odd minutes. I mean, wow. carrying the entire, your entire, you know, 
food supply for the entire trail and doing it that quickly, averaging 51 miles a day is just crazy to me, but it's, it's intriguing to me as well. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's really on a whole nother level. Um, but yeah, I mean, but you guys got your own thing going on 120 days. That's, that's faster than most, right? Uh, you're talking about the PCT. Yeah, it's a little bit faster than most. Um, you know, it's just, we've talked about a strategy as far as doing it and we want to, you know, push ourselves fairly hard to start off with in the desert. You know, we want to try to limit our, our zeros in the desert. And if we can actually just get all the way to say candy meadows without taking any days off, um, just, you know, some Nero's here or there in and out of town, uh, just to get to the Sierras before river crossings become too scary. Um, I think we'll have a pretty good shot at getting through and being able to stick to our, our timetable of being done in less than 120 20 days. Um, yeah. yeah, you can always make up a little bit of time in Northern California and Oregon because it is a little bit flatter. So, Right on. Well, uh, would you guys, would you, or I don't know, maybe even both of you uh, at some point want to come back on and talk about your hike afterwards and maybe even – uh, the yo-yo and that kind of thing. I always like to kind of uh, talk to somebody before a hike and talk to somebody after a hike. Yeah, absolutely. We would love to do that. I think it'd be a, I think it'd be great to get her perspective on it too. After having done, you know, whether it be the PCT or after doing the PCT and the Colorado trail, I think uh, it'd be a uh, fresh in her mind and she'd be excited about that as well. Right on. Well, how do we follow you? Uh, for me, it's uh, on Instagram, grizzly underscore hikes. Um, Facebook, if you want to follow me, it's just Michael Ivy. Right on. What about, I mean, we did talk about, uh, Jenna a little bit. Is she on Instagram as well? Yeah. On Instagram, she is, uh, just J Fay, uh, J U S T the letter J F A Y E. Right on. Well, Hey, thanks for coming on the Cascade Hiker podcast. Absolutely. It was a pleasure being on Rudy. Thank you very much. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker Podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine and sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong. Could never be wrong. See her laying down in the tall grass. Playing mandolin in a white dress So come running when I hear that song